Hello and welcome to see welcome to see what we see with Lauren and Martin. My name is Lauren Cashin. I'm the executive director of the Ontario Petitions Association, and I'm here with my co-host Martin LeBeau, deputy executive director of the Ontario Petitions Association. See what we see is a podcast series dedicated to bringing you an optician's perspective on vision care and how it fits into your broader health care. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the relationship between nutrition and vision care. We'll be joined by Dr. Nasara Bandali. Our discussion today will include the common causes of vision loss in the elderly and also how food choices can help protect against some of these diseases. Uh, Martin, why don't you introduce our guest today? Thanks, Lauren. Yes, hi, everybody. I'm just uh, so happy to have here as our guest speaker, Dr. Bandali. Hi, Dr. Bandali. How are you today? Good. I'm good. It's great to be on here with you guys. Well, thank you for, very much for joining us. I mean, we have a couple of questions for you since you see a lot of patients every day. We wanted to discuss some of the eye disease that are out there. So maybe you can enlighten us with, with uh, some of your knowledge here. Um, can you tell us a little bit about maybe we can start with glaucoma? Sure. So um, glaucoma is a variety of diseases that actually happen in the optic nerve. The optic nerve is a plug between the eye and the brain. So um, what happens is all these fibers slowly start to degenerate or die due to several reasons, most common reason being high pressures in the eye that kind of squish the optic nerve and cause blind spots. That's great. Thanks, Dr. Bendali. Another thing that we tend to see more and more in offices today is age-related macular degeneration. Uh, I mean, what are some of the causes and why do we see more of those? Mm -hmm. ARMD or age-related macular degeneration is actually so much more prominent now than it has ever been just because of our elderly population. And, you know, all our baby boomers are now aging. So basically it means they've had more exposure to things like sunlight, stress, certain types of medication. Just the retina itself is starting to get tired of replenishing and regenerating. So it ends up accumulating a lot of waste product in between the layers of the retina. When that happens, and you know, a lot of the times there's um, death uh, or atrophy of the retina and that can create certain types of blind spots. And mostly these blind spots happen centrally in the eye and there's two types of ARMD. Um, there's, of course, the wet and the dry. The dry is very slow moving. You know, there's not really a cure for it or a treatment. And with the wet, it is a sudden onset of vision loss um, as there's blood that spurts into the retina from, from the layers underneath. And the retina needs some oxygen, some blood, and the, the eye creates that. And, uh, you know, there's a treatment. They use uh, certain types of injections to decrease that blood flow, but it doesn't necessarily uh, fix or treat the vision at 100%. It may, but it also may not. So. Yeah, we keep hearing there's a lot more and more research on this to try to help people with, uh, with AMD, which is unfortunate. At least there's some positive coming out of this with some, some treatments starting to appear more and more. Another one that, that seems to affect a lot of people, maybe everybody's cataracts. Mm -hmm. So cataracts uh, is when the crystalline lens or the clear lens inside the eye starts to cloud up. Now, people can be born with a cataract. It can be congenital. Another type of cataract can be traumatic. So when you get hit in the eye with something, um, because there's so much trauma that happens, the eye is trying to fix itself and, you know, it's been, it's been shaken up. And so that can create a cataract as well. So that 
creates glare at night, you know, blurry vision. It can create discomfort. You keep thinking you need a new prescription and a new pair of glasses. I'm sure you guys know that in your practices, um, people will come in and say, these glasses are not clear and these glasses are still blurry. There's something wrong with them. And, you know, you try to fix it a million times and you then call their optometrist or you check them yourselves and you see, oh my gosh, they have a cataract. Of course, it's not going to be clear, you know, because you're looking through like a dirty windshield. Oh yeah, we see that quite often, unfortunately, but we always find a way to help our patients anyhow, right? Um, it's, you mentioned that uh, some cataracts actually can happen at birth. So speaking of glaucoma and AMD as well, did these diseases just affect like elderly or anybody? These diseases are actually, they can affect anybody. Honestly speaking, they can affect anybody from age, you know. However, it is more prominent in the elderly population because as we age, um, we've been exposed to more sunlight. As we get older, the cells start to slow down a little bit and they've also been traumatized by, you know, uh, whether it is UV light or stress in general, any type of stress. Um, even your cortisol levels in your body, all, all this, you know, can, it, it basically puts the elderly population more at risk because they've lived longer and their cells have gone through more regeneration, more trauma, more stress in general. So, but yes, it does occur even when you're uh, young as well. I've got a question for you. Sure. Um, so a lot of people seem to think that all these diseases are hereditary. Would you say that on any of these few diseases, it's hereditary? So you know how they say nature versus nurture. I, I think it's a little bit of both. Of course, um, there are specific genes that you can get tested for um, where they, you know, they, they mention, yes, you're, you're fa- you have a family history of uh, macular degeneration. You have a family history of glaucoma. I know there's a specific gene for macular degeneration. I um, mean, a lot of these patients because their, you know, their parents, their grandparents, their great grandparents had macular degeneration. Um, you know, they they know that this specific gene can also cause that macular degeneration at an earlier age. You know, rather than in your 80s, you might get it in your 60s. Genetics do play a role, yes, and that is also why you know it's so important for patients to go see their eye care providers and ask questions. And, you know, and I'm sure you guys, you know, answer a ton of questions all the time. Your, your patients probably, you know, worry about, I have glaucoma. What if I have macular degeneration? And there's certain tests that can detect these things earlier. But of course, OHIP does not necessarily cover. Sometimes they don't cover the for these tests. And, you, you know, there may be additional charges, but sometimes it's worth it especially if you know you have a family history of these things. Diabetic retinopathy. Mm -hmm. So I hear the word retina. I'm sure our listeners will hear that. Mm -hmm. So what is diabetic retinopathy? Why are we seeing more of that? Okay. So again, this is like a series or variety of changes that happen in the eye. Okay. So patients who have like type 1 diabetes uh, versus type 2 diabetes will be affected in different ways. A lot of it is to do with the blood being uh, sludgy, so thickened by the sugars in the blood because of that lack of insulin, the lack of oxygen as well, that it can create uh, physical changes in the little cells in the retina. These cells, and maybe this is too technical, but um, I'm a little bit of a geek, um, these cells are called pericytes, and pericytes hug the little capillaries of the retina. And when these pericytes die off because of the lack of oxygen or the lack of nutrients, because there's not enough blood going into the retina, the retina starts to 
you know, it basically starts to break down. These pericytes cause capillaries to burst, so that creates little hemorrhages and microaneurysms and little pockets of blood. And then to make it even worse, it can cause damage of, of certain um, nerve fiber tissue. And so you get like little spots of like yellow and red in the eyes um, that, you know, of course, people who do retinal exams can see. Um, you can see them in pictures as well, which is pretty cool because the eye, of course, is, you know, it, it's like a, uh, a little tube where you can go into the back of the eye and see all these changes. To make it even worse, sometimes the eye, uh, it, it's a cry for help um, where we see when the sugars are reaching a certain level, um, you know, we see that there's, the eye creates its own blood line, I guess, blood, you know, blood stream. Um, I would say it creates its own um, artery you know, um, and when it does that, uh, that can start, you know, that can start anywhere in the eye. And when it does happen, you start to lose your vision because it also creates little fibers in the areas where your retina should be clear. Uh, there's now a, a blockage there because it's a cry for help from the retina. So, um, of course, there is treatment for that. It may not necessarily 100% fix your vision, um, but it can help decrease uh, a lot of the, the, the damage. Of course, you know, being, you know, having your, going to your doctors and, you know, having your sugars controlled and diet and exercise, all that is so important. What are there some of the risk factors of, of the other diseases like glaucoma, AMD, and, and cataracts? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Overall health can play a big, big role, you know, things like metabolic diseases, like diabetes can cause an increase in uh, your, your cataract progression, um, just because your uh, metabolism is constantly up and down, up and down, and it can, it can basically pull water into the, uh, into the crystalline lens, which is just supposed to be purely crystal proteins, and then you get little cracks in these crystals because of that water being pulled in. People have thyroid disease, certain things called homocystinuria, um, Marfan's disease. Those are all genetics, genetic diseases. Um, the cataracts can happen at a younger age. AMD, of course, um, a lot of research is, is, you know, moving toward like bad teeth can even cause AMD, you know, exposure to sunlight, UV exposure. Um, but now we're seeing more and more people are worried about their eye health because they're seeing all the, these elderly populations, you know, suffering from these diseases and, and, and they're getting more and more scared that, you know, they don't want any of this vision loss that can prevent them from living their activities of daily life and, and their best life. Glaucoma is very interesting because there's so many uh, different reasons that can can cause uh, glaucoma. And in certain types of people, uh, let's say uh, people who are hypertensive and take their medications at night, it, it can really cause a decrease of blood flow going up to the eye, and it can end up creating a little bit of that fibrous loss of the, the optic nerve, creating certain blind spots. I don't think doctors necessarily know what causes glaucoma like in general there's so many different reasons you know um but a lot of it is to do with your general um your general overall health wonderful well thank you for joining us today we really we really appreciate you um answering our questions and giving some insights dr bendali thank you so much i want to tell you on behalf of myself and martin and ontario opticians and our listeners Thank you so much. It, it was very insightful. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. Wow. What a great conversation that was this week. Um, such a pleasure to have Dr. Bendelina on with us today on the podcast. That was awesome. Lauren, 
Can you maybe let us know what we're looking at for our next podcast? Sure, Martin. Uh, our next one, we'll be talking about brain damage, vision loss in children. We'll talk about how mild traumatic brain injuries and how they become the greatest vision impairment for kids. So uh, that should be really interesting. I'm looking forward to it. That's great. Yeah, me too. Uh, this is something that definitely is going to hit at home for a lot of people. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, we want to thank this week's sponsor, BrokerLink, great sponsor of the association. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed our Vision Month content as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. We had fun. This was our first month of doing podcasts. We're looking forward to do some more. And uh, on this, it's uh, Lauren Cashin and myself, Martin Nobo, saying thank you very much. And until next time on See What We See. Thank you for listening to See What We See with Lauren and Martin. Be sure to follow us across our social media pages so you never miss an update or an episode. You can find us on Twitter at OOA underscore Frontline. On Facebook and LinkedIn, we are Ontario Opticians Association. Follow us on Instagram at Ontario Opticians Association. That's all one word. We look forward to seeing you again on See What We See with Warren and Martin. Take care and stay safe.